Welcome back to episode 25 of the Second Unit Podcast. My name is Zach Parsons. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Jake Debon and Alex Saban with producer Ben's on the producer Ben on the ones and twos. Boys, how are we today? Doing good. Also, didn't we already do episode 25? Isn't this 26? No, this is 25. This is 25. No way. I'm doing good, by the way. Thank you. This is definitely 25. All right. I'll believe you. All right. Anyway. On episode 25, uh, it is cut day in the NFL, 4 p.m. just passed, so we're going to get into all the surprising cuts from the NFL today. Trey Lance got traded. Um, (laughs) Trey Lance getting traded. The Arizona Cardinals are doing a lot of interesting things I think we need to talk about. Uh, Ken Williams and Rick Hahn got fired last week. We haven't been able to do a podcast since then, so... We're gonna we're gonna get saving scorching takes there. We have a little reality recap. We're gonna wrap up the Bachelorette and then get caught up on Big Brother as well. And then at the end, top five uh, best tailgating food since football season's about yeah. to start. So yeah. So but you know, I think what we should start with, uh, we should let him cook. Uh, Rick Hahn, Ken Williams getting fired the gm was a gm and president of baseball operations is that what it is uh yeah I think. like essentially like that's what they were running the white Sox, right essentially Basically the two guys who were in charge of all the personnel decisions yes. for the white Sox. Gone. um gone after years of torment um i know white Sox fans for years have been clamoring for this what are what were your initial thoughts when you when you heard about it uh super excited great day to be a Sox fan when it got announced um Long time coming. Should have happened a long time ago. This roster is supposed to have been super good for the last half decade, and they've just beyond underperformed. So this needed to happen. Glad that it happened, but everything's still kind of a shit show over there. So it's fine. Yeah, I mean, what's funny to me, like thinking back on it, is when Sale got traded, it reached a fever pitch of, White Sox are they're gonna be good here in two mm-hmm. three years, and Moncada just never panned out, and that kind of set them back. I feel like yeah, they got Moncada, they got Kopech in that deal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just they got a bunch of high, highly touted prospects that, like you said, just kind of reached a certain level. They all, for the most part, made the big leagues, which is like impressive, and you know, but yeah, it just never really panned out. <laughs> It just Make, never reached the fever pitch that was right, the, yeah. Making the big leagues is one thing. The stat I saw on Kopech, he started last night, is that was his 13th straight start that he didn't finish the sixth inning. <laughs> so just because you're there doesn't really right. mean Well, lot. no, yeah, you're 100% <laughs> right. But they, they're basically not the guy, they're not the 2016 Cubs where all their guys just kind of hit the right peak at the right time and like that's how that went. So, But... I, the mess now is the guy who's supposed to be taking over as the GM <laughs> yeah. is an internal hire, Chris Getz. Shout out to him. He was like a mid-2000s White Sox second baseman for a year or two. Um, he's been in charge of the player development over the last like half a decade, and that's kind of the main problem with this team is that mean? we haven't been able to develop players internally. So it only makes sense to put this guy in charge of everything. I can't wait to see how this goes. It's awesome. I love Jerry Reinsdorf. He's the best. He's the best. Uh, so you, even with Chris Getz, you're not going to be clamoring for uh, – you don't want Ken, Ken Williams and Rick Hahn back? No. No. I mean, okay. it's one of those things you have to make some kind of change. Right. Like, and, you know, everybody just loves to talk shit about everything. Right. So I, we'll see. I'll give him a chance. We'll see how it goes. But, I, you know, 
it's already it's not, a good day. It's a good not as exciting, but it is something. It can't be worse. Can't be worse. It can't. It can only equal it. The craziest part is I saw something that Rick Hahn was trying to resign multiple times. Like yeah. he had the self awareness of this isn't working. What I'm doing isn't it. So somebody else needs to try this thing out. And Jerry Reinsdorf was like, No, if you yeah. try to go somewhere else, I will make sure you don't get a job. So yeah. fuck him. I can't imagine working for Jerry Reinsdorf is fun. Yeah, no. Yeah. no so it's a little bit not. happy, but as long as Reinsdorf owns the team, I'm never going to be fully ecstatic about anything that's going See, on. So and, okay. sell the team, Jerry. Could you imagine owning two professional sports teams? How freaking rich you have to be to own yeah, two? Yeah, it'd be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> Can I go on one slight little rant? Okay. A little Homer rant? See, this is the difference in, in my mind between like a bad owner, because there's two types of bad owners. Uh-huh. You're, you're about to hear. You're, I know you're. Ursa's cock is about to go in his mouth again. Yeah, Here we go. Um, sorry, PG. We should have had an R-rated label for this podcast for all the <laughs> listeners at home. Sorry, Grandma, if you're listening, that's Parsons. Uh, there's two types of bad sports owners. Jerry Reinsdorf, who just sucks in all ways. He like no one likes him, no one wants to work for him. Every time he's like ruined the Bulls after the Michael Jordan stuff. He's yeah. like bad owner. And then there's bad owners like Ursay because he's crazy, but he loves the team. Like sure. and, I would rather have that kind of bad owner. Yeah. I would agree with you, but yeah. I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't be stoked to have Ursay. No, you would. Yeah, I'm me neither. I'm I'm gonna buy you a T-shirt for Christmas that says "Number One Ursay Fan." Yeah, I love the yeah, way I you mean, defend this man. I, I, I just think that some of the national stuff isn't super fair, but I mean, I'm not his number one supporter either. I just think that some. Of I the- disagree. A couple podcasts ago, <laughs> you went on a little tangent about how you want you want that kind of owner. Pull the clip. Yeah, I mean, I want the kind of owner. Let me clarify. <laughs> I want the kind of owner that is like is like. Uh, Somebody Sorry, who really that. deeply cares about the team that you care about. Yeah. Like, I want okay, the owner fair. to f- care like a fan I hear what you're saying. Okay, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Also, I don't know if it ever got mentioned in the recordings. Did we see that the whale that he was going to oh, fund yeah. the move uh, Rest died. in peace, Lolita. Yeah. Uh, Colts team Lolita. of death. This is one hell of a baseball segment we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, dude, go go socks. Yeah. <laughs> when when your both of our teams are gonna have a top five draft pick, this is the type of baseball yeah, conversations you're gonna true. get. <laughs> Honestly, uh, this is gonna be fun listening. Keeps everybody on their toes. Yeah, what are they gonna for talk sure. about next? Uh, last baseball thing we're gonna move on. The Los Angeles Angels have just cut everybody they acquired about a month ago a month ago, uh, via trade. They they have placed Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, Reynaldo Lopez, Hunter Renfro, and Randall Gritchick all on waivers. They, it's all a salary dump. It's all the the angels are imploding. It's all bad. Well, Shohei has to be pissed. You, when you lose your and, best pitcher, right? And Shohei, yeah. yeah, we have not had a podcast since then, but uh, cannot pitch. They have shut him down for the season with the torn UCL, or maybe not torn, but a UCL a injury. UCL injury. He needs Tommy John. Seen, but yeah. yeah, and he already had Tommy John once yeah. in like 2018 or something like that. Did he have it? Because I knew yes. he played through it. I heard so. he had it. Okay, I, I read something he had. He had it. Yeah, because he's so. hitting still. I don't know why the Angels are playing him. It makes no sense why he's playing baseball for the Angels right now. Well, because this might be the last 30 games we ever see Shohei in a LA uniform. That's, That's true. probably why they're playing him. Right. Which is unfortunate. That's yeah. not how it should work. But you yeah. know, like I think that because of all this chaos, I don't think Shohei stays. Right. I mean, LA is a major, major market. He wants to stay on the West Coast. I think it's. I don't think he's going to go to the like Yankees or uh, Red Sox or like an East Coast team. I think it's going to be the Angels, the Giants, and I'm going to say the Mariners are going to be in the mix for that for Shohei. I got an interesting team. Are they trading? Are are the A's 
like, is their owner, do they still have the same owner? Yeah. So they're going to Vegas, but they're still not going to spend money? Uh, no, that owner is now saying he is going to spend money because they're in Vegas and not Oakland. Wouldn't that be cool to have uh, Shohei Otani in yeah. your new city of Las Vegas? It's a great idea. I don't know if he'll open up the pocketbook for the tune of $1 billion, but <laughs> right. you know, we'll see what happens. It'd be out of character. Yeah, it would be out of character, but... Uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of your your Angels update. They also called up a, a kid they drafted uh, what probably two months ago at this yes. point in the MLB draft. So they were they were really just trying to throw shit at the wall and hope something sticks. Um, moving um, uh, um, Angels oh. update though, if they just got swept by the Reds, and I think that was the okay, we need to we need to just right. call the season, Big call time. it. Yeah. You can't get swept by the Reds. R.I.P. the Angels. <laughs> Uh, guys, let's get into football. Let's talk about a trade that was pretty big last week, but should have really been that big. Trey Lance getting traded uh, to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round pick, uh, former number three overall pick in the 2021 draft. The 49ers have tra- uh, traded three first-round picks to get that pick to draft him. Jake, what are your thoughts on that? Um, Man, what are my thoughts on that? If you're the, Do you think it's a good move for the Cowboys? I do think it's a good move for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And I, not even because I don't think Trey Lance is like going to come in and start ever. But they're under contract negotiations with their starting quarterback. Jerry is Jerry's crazy. Jerry's nuts. Yeah, Jerry is down to just do wild stuff. Yeah. So, and they got him for a fourth round pick. Why not take a flyer on him? That's my thing. Like, I don't know if I don't understand the fit personally, yeah. but a top three talent with a fourth round pick, I'd take a chance. Yeah. That's, that's where I stand. Are you surprised the Vikings didn't make this move? Save him. Uh, a little bit. If fourth round was the only asking price, because that's not really anything. Apparently, the Cowboys are the only one that offered anything close to that. Like they yeah. they came over the top over everyone that's what else. I heard. Like everybody so. was maybe day three, like yeah. fifth, sixth round kind right. of stuff, and that's what I saw too. That the Cowboys were the only one willing to do it for us. So yeah, little bit surprised for a team like the Vikings because that makes sense. You've got Kirk right now, but he's not getting any younger. Right, and this kid was a. You know, top three pick, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. So why not? But is this the last year of Kirk's deal? I never I think it, every it year is the last year of Kirk's deal, <laughs> and they just kind of is. keep extending him okay. for one or two years at a time. So yep. that's so, just kind of his. I'll just say, yeah, I'll just assume, yeah, because I can't even keep track of it. Because right. that literally is how it goes. He's a, His contract's about to go up, and then they extend it for another year and a half, and then yeah. it goes up again. And then so. Yeah, I uh, I have some interesting Trey Lance numbers here, um, just to kind of show you how what he's been paid so far, and I thought it was interesting. Uh, he's played 262 NFL snaps, and he has made 27.85 million dollars playing in 262 snaps. That's pretty good. I see where that math's going. Um, and I also want to go on the record now and say that this is the new worst trade up and no one should ever talk shit about the Mitchell Trubisky trade ever again. So that's all I want to say about that. Uh, we can talk about it. It can still be in that. Conversation, no, 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 but. no, no. Cause at least with Trubisky, we traded up two thirds and a fourth to move up one pick, but at least he played for the team for four years and made a pro bowl. Trey Lance did nothing close to that. Mm-hmm. So, and he took and he cost a lot more to get him. Those three guys turned into Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Chubb. Yep. That's, That's tough. Crazy. That's that crazy. is crazy. And John Lynch better be lucky that he drafted Brock Purdy because if he didn't, this guy would be on the hot seat right now. 
Like also, you can't miss on a top three quarterback like I, that, and and usually you can't. Would he though? Huh? Would he though? Because I think Trey Lance could still win eight nine games with this roster. And they might still make the playoffs. No, I don't. Th- he he was probably going to be the fourth quarterback I saw. Kyle Allen was going to beat him out. Well, so it's maybe like maybe they just don't cut Jimmy G if they don't have Purdy. You know, but you know what I'm saying. Like I think this Niners team is so talented. Like, is Brock Purdy that good? That's my question. No, that's but what I was trying to chime in. Are we even sure Brock Purdy is yeah. that good? No, How many but games he's, did he play? but he's a competent. He he's going to be a I think a competent quarterback, and he, they're lucky that they have that because guess what? When all these teams miss out on a quarterback, they don't have a guy that can like come in and save them and save their jobs. Like it's, it's good for, good for uh, John Lynch. But. So I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's why I want to ask you straight up. So it sounds like a fourth round pick is way too much to even trade for Trey Lance. You wouldn't even, you don't think he's a competent quarterback. No, no, I don't. I'm not a Trey Lance guy for what, like everything I've seen with my own two eyes is just like this guy's lost. And Fair. my, my thing is with Trey Lance and why I'm not, uh, necessarily too confident in him is all these bad quarterbacks we kind of see or we think it's like hey you throw him in Kyle Shanahan's offense he's going to be able to make it work like that's what Kyle Shanahan does he makes quarterback playing like he makes playing quarterback easy and if you can't do that in Kyle Shanahan's offense I don't know if you're going to be able to do it in any other offense because I think it's he just he just makes it easier for these guys than other other teams in my opinion with how much they run the ball and stuff like that um their biggest misstep in my opinion was uh, still wanting to do the half-ass thing with jimmy g and trey lance because they're two totally different quarterbacks and you have to change your offense so much for both those quarterbacks it just didn't it just didn't was never going to work right so all right, so Ben, you have these are the regular season stats from last year for Brock Purdy. So he only actually played six games against mm-hmm. the Cardinals, Raiders, Commanders, Seahawks, Buccaneers, Dolphins. The Dolphins are the only team there that is a good team. Yeah. So this guy who was it's a seventh awful. round the pick, the Buccaneers were a, a playoff small, team last yeah, year. He, they were a playoff team. So and they won thirty five seven. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you get two good teams that you played. So yeah. this guy maybe beat two good teams and you're already shipping away who you were intending to be the franchise guy. Cause you're like, you know what? We have this guy. He won six Dude, games you, for us. I, Look, I hope Brock Purdy's good. I hope he is, but it's a very small sample size just, for a seventh round pick and to make it work. <laughs> they in the 49ers have watched Trey Lance more than any of us. I've watched every Trey Lance preseason game this year just to like see it. And dude, it's bad. It's well, all bad. The craziest tweet that I saw was it, it was like Sam Darnold didn't just beat Trey Lance. The third stringer beat Trey Lance. Trey Lance was going to be the fourth stringer. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they're like, yeah, we have to move him. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Kyle Allen like, beat him out. Yeah. So it's like, that's just that's just how it goes. I literally said that two minutes ago. He wasn't listening to no, me. Did you, that sorry. was unbelievable. It. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, that tweet, just crazy to think about. Uh, anyway, I, you asked me if. I thought Trey Lance was worth a fourth rounder, and I said no because Isaiah Simmons was traded from the Cardinals to the to the Giants for a seventh rounder. Now I'm not saying Isaiah Simmons has put anything out there that makes it worth or makes makes like this a big deal and like uh, all this stuff, but he is such a physical freak athlete, athlete safety linebacker where a good defensive coordinator is going to be able to figure out what to do with him. And once they do, it's going to be scary. And 
I just think if he's worth a seventh rounder, Trey Lance is worth a ninth rounder. And guess what? There's only seven rounds in an NFL draft. So I guess, I don't know. That's my opinion on that. Strong. I want to talk about that just for a second. The Cardinals are tanking, tanking. Like, this is the biggest tank job we've seen in a while, right? Yes and no. Which is a good year to do it. Caleb Williams is going to yeah. be good. Yes and no. And that's, as I say, that's on my list, too. They cut, or they traded Isaiah Simmons. They traded their... Um, uh, f- former first-round pick tackle to a team, uh, I believe his name is Josh Jones, and then they cut Colt McCoy. And what I, f- uh, what's your opinion? Actually, I want to hear what you what you have to say about like why I think they're tanking, tanking. Y- yeah. Well, I I saw another tweet today that because of the insurance on Kyler Murray's contract, he probably doesn't play a snap this year. Right. Which that's tough. Right. Like I don't. I didn't watch enough Cardinals preseason to know how Colt McCoy was doing, but just in my mind, Colt McCoy is good enough to be on that roster. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like they're just now, like their quarterbacks they're left with are Josh Dobbs, Clayton Tune. Mm-hmm. Colt McCoy can't start over those guys. I, I don't know. I just feel it just feels like, and they're right. trading away Simmons for a seventh round pick, who most of the league felt like was worth at least a little bit more than that. I just don't. There's there. It, there's no efforts for this team to go forward, it feels I, like. Uh, the Colt McCoy thing specifically I thought was the craziest thing in the world, how people were acting like Colt McCoy was Peyton Manning on Twitter. Like It was like, wow, they're tanking. Wow, the Cardinals are doing this. It's like, dude, you cut a 37-year-old quarterback who has career <laughs> 34 touchdowns and 32 picks. It's not like he's anything that great. Yeah. I don't and, think it was just that move for me. I think it was that but, was like Well, no, I don't think – I'm not saying it was yeah. that for you, but that was the big one I feel like on Twitter that everyone was like, yeah. oh, my God, they're just tanking in front of everybody. And it's like, dude, Colt McCoy isn't good. Like, I don't no. know. I would rather play Clayton Toon, the fifth rounder, just to see what see happens. What and Josh Dobbs, like, he basically played in a playoff game for the Titans last year. So like, And it was bad. It wasn't good, but like, <laughs> at least you know he was there. I don't know. It's just a, a testament to how good Colt McCoy was in college. Hook him, baby. Yeah, everybody still Jordan has Shipley. that has that in their brain of wow, Colt McCoy is yeah. a good quarterback. He really was killing it. I at just Texas. don't. It was so crazy to me, but uh, but yeah. So that's that's the Cardinals doing doing Cardinals stuff. I have a list of guys here that I found notable, and we're gonna run through them that got cut today. And I just want to know your quick opinions on them. For the Bears, PJ Walker, Jake. I I watched PJ Walker in the preseason. I he did not look good against no. the Colts, who didn't play any starters. Mm-hmm. Is what I'll say. Uh, what I will say though is I've also seen PJ Walker play for my team, and I thought he was good enough to make that Bears roster. So I did think it was a little shocking. Yeah, I was surprised by it. they they cut PJ Walker and Alex Leatherwood, Tyson Bajant, uh, undrafted rookie from Shepherd University. I like that story a lot. Yeah. D2 won the backup job. He was just what I love about what Ryan Poles is doing in Chicago is he's made it very clear with these cuts because they have to pay PJ Walker two and a half million and they have to pay Alex Leatherwood four million um, just to not play football for them. That the best player is going to make the team no matter what the cost of the player is, which is incredible. And I'm happy for Tyson Bajan. I think it's the right move. He was the best quarterback of the three backups we had. So he should have won the job, and I love it. All-time leader, uh, leading, pa- uh, leading passer in Division II football. Like, just put up stats. What's the deal with Leatherwood, though? Like, he can't even be, like, the ninth man? Because you keep nine offensive linemen. Yeah. He's not even one of your nine best. No. That's he just he's wasn't like a, very he's an, good. He's a lineman version of Laquan Treadwell. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. always going to have the first round pick tag, but he just has no business he just, playing for anybody. He he was drafted as a as a uh, tackle, tackle 
He was moved to guard when he was with the Raiders still. The Bears claimed him last year, tried to keep him at guard to let him learn that position. That didn't work out. Tried to kick him out to tackle again this offseason. That didn't work out. Cut. Gone. Well, when he got drafted, I remember the analyst, like Kuiper and the guys at the like, desk That's were a like, second what or third the rounder? fuck is yeah. this? Like, everybody kind of knew that was a huge reach. That was reach, so last he, Unfortunately rounder. for him, he has this first round right. tag to his name he doesn't, always. Yeah. Right. And he never was that caliber of a player. Yeah. So, uh, Miles Gaskin got cut by the Dolphins. Alberto got cut by the Broncos. Austin Watkins got cut by the Browns, who's the leading receiver in preseason of every every team. So Albert O ended up getting traded to the Eagles. Oh, really? Seventh I didn't see pick. that. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, never mind. Albert O to the Eagles. Good for them. Uh, he's still an athletic freak. He was awesome in that last preseason game yeah. they had. I watched him have some crazy diving catch yeah. on the sideline, yeah, like two nights ago or yeah. something. So. He, so I it's crazy that the Broncos are like, you know what? We don't need that guy. <laughs> We don't need him. Hey, I know we traded Noah Fant last yeah. year, but we don't need Dulcich. Is we good, don't need though. this. I, like I do like Dulcich, though. So they, they, I guess, can get away with that. Uh, Al, Al Muhammad got cut by the Colts. He sucks. He does suck. <laughs> He's better with the Colts, but he sucks. Yeah. Trent Taylor got cut by the, the Bengals, who's a punt returner. He had two punt return touchdowns last year. And then the two big names I thought were Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham, both cut by the Patriots leaving just Mac Jones on that roster for as a quarterback. So, obviously, they're going to be making a move. So maybe that's a P.J. Walker team. You don't think he can back up himself? I, he might be able to. I don't know. Um, Bailey Zappi was really good last year. I don't know what he did to not make this team, but, you know. Probably showed up late for one meeting. Belichick said, you're done. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I have for the guys that got cut. Do you guys have anything else? Uh, no. Oh, give me. Give. Let's talk Jonathan Taylor. Actually. Oh God, we have to. <laughs> Deadline really is come and gone, and he has not been traded. He's on the pup list. Yeah. He, so he's gonna miss the first four games of the season. So I. Can we? Uh, let me just. Let's let's talk to this real quick. I started, let's do it. I started at. I wanted to play hardball with him. I wanted to. He plays this year because he's gonna he's gonna play. He's you you have to play to get paid. Facts. And then tag him. That was my original thing. I don't care anymore. Like I, <laughs> I want. I, I don't want this guy on my football team if he's All gonna right. act like this. Like legitimately, I just do not want him on the team. Like I, I'd rather just start. Like the team is gonna be bad with or without Jonathan Taylor this year. So I want to start over with a culture and a quarterback and a new head coach and just not to worry about that guy. Like so, it sucks being a Colts fan. Like with him, I, I wish they would have just traded him. But it's. If I had to guess, the compensation was really bad. For yeah. No, nothing to happen. Like, really bad. So, I get it. Not moving He'll probably on. get traded at the deadline, honestly. He probably will. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I, I just want the whole situation to be over with. Yeah. With you. I just can't wait to see because Jim Irsay said he's not getting traded now. Not in October. Right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's crazy that he's on the pup list for four games. That's he's so- actually hurt. That's what people don't realize. Like yeah. he actually has lingering ang- angle sh- like yeah. stuff going on. Sure. Sure. Oh, no, he he does. I mean, I right. No, I got you. Yeah, no, he's hurt. I got it. <laughs> Inside that building that mm-hmm. he actually has an ankle. So. Yeah. His ego. Uh yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. But I just wanted to get your take on that. Uh boys, 
I know you, you guys aren't the biggest college football fans, but college football week one's coming this Saturday. Well, the first games are Thursday, actually. Uh, first of all, did any of you watch week zero, Notre Dame? I, I did. I watched Notre Dame. I bet on Notre Dame. Yeah. I bet, bet on minus 20 and a half, and they won by 39. They, oh, they look awesome. Yeah. And I know Navy is Navy. Navy's bad, though, yeah. Like, I get it. And the triple option, dude, I respect. I can't the, believe it still happens. I How? respect these academies. <laughs> they don't give it up. Like, I'm fine with running the triple option, but when you're down, they were down 40 points and still running the triple option into the ground. They completed, what, three passes all game? Yeah. I think he was three for seven. Yeah, and they had a wide receiver make a uh, attempt to pass. They completed, oh, or they attempted eight passes, nice. I think, the enti- or nice. seven passes the entire game. But I tell you what, Sam Hartman looks like the real deal. It also helps that he is a grown man. He is 24 years old. He's three years older than the Colts starting Yeah, so uh, I... Notre Dame, I feel like, has been one of those teams that have never been able to figure out the quarterback since, what, Brady Quinn, probably? Like, I, actually... Jimmy Clausen was decent, Yeah, right? Clausen, you're right. But, like, Hartman has an opportunity to, like, really do some stuff this year. And right. Notre Dame could actually be a national title contender, yeah. I think. I'm all in on Sam Hartman. I love Sam yeah. Hartman. It was... And I don't remember if we talked about it on this or not, but Sam Hartman versus Sam Howell a couple years ago, mm-hmm. UNC uh, yeah. Wake Forest was the most fun college football game I've ever it was watched. Awesome. Just back and forth, and both of them are so good, mm-hmm. especially as college quarterbacks. So I think Notre Dame is going to be awesome this yeah. year because he's super, super good. Yeah. Um, I have two picks for this weekend uh, that I want to talk about really quick. The Thursday game. Utah versus Florida is the first game of the weekend. Utah's six and a half point favorites. I will be taking Utah. Um, I am very confident in that pick. Do what you will with that information. But uh, I don't think Florida is going to be very good this year. So I'm very excited to see. And I think and I think Utah is probably the best team in the Pac-12. But since Caleb Williams is on USC, everyone thinks USC is the best team in the Pac-12. And I just think they get a little disrespected. So uh, Utah's going to be a very good football team. Speaking of the Pac-12, I want to say fuck the Pac-12 and fuck the Pac-12 network because the fact that I was at my home on Saturday and I could not watch the best player in college football play football because it's on the Pac-12 network and I'm pretty sure – 12 people probably have that subscription. I was infuriated. I, I had this is probably why they're dying, right? Yeah. I'm glad they're dying. I pay so much goddamn money for YouTube TV, right. sports packages, all this. And I got I can't everything. Watch yeah. The best college football player right now. It's like, now. can we figure it out, people? It can't be that hard. Um, are you guys excited for the college football season? I am excited. Are you, are you, are we going to be a Notre Dame podcast this year? I mean, I've always so maybe I really like should we Sam be a Hartman. Notre Dame podcast? Growing up, I didn't have a college, and I kind of always rooted for Notre Dame, but I, I haven't like really rooted for Notre Dame in like five years. But sure, <laughs> it would be very Indiana of yeah. us to just cheer for Notre Dame. So I just not? looked at their schedule. So they get Ohio State and USC at home this year. They go to Clemson. So I'm going to be boots on the ground. USC. Those are the only three losable games every yeah. other game is pretty easy so they could they could make a run but ohio state and usc and clemson those are the ones to watch out for okay i like that i did see with ohio state they named uh kyle mccord their starting quarterback against iu this weekend the he was marvin harrison uh marvin harrison jr's quarterback in high school mm. so 
there uh and there that that's a good plan yeah throw to that guy a lot right <laughs> so uh so you have that coming saturday for your hoosiers and i just really want to get this out on the record my college football playoff prediction so when it's right i can have some proof here i have georgia florida state ohio state washington what the hell we just said we're a notre dame podcast i, I you can't do this yeah. I hate to break it to you. I know nothing about college football, and I'm so confident my uh, yep. playoff is going to be Ohio State, Georgia, Bama, yep. and since we're a Notre Dame podcast, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. So easy. So easy. Alabama's, Lock it in. Alabama's going to stink this year, for the record. Not stink, but I they're don't gonna think they're going to win two, or lose two games, I think. Yeah, two. they're, they're going to be a two or three. Alabama's going to stink. They're going to lose two games. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Well, it's because... That tells you everything. They're making it. Yeah, well, because uh, they brought in Tommy Reese as their new offense coordinator, and their new quarterback is Tyler Buckner, who was Notre Dame's quarterback last year. And let me tell you, Tyler Buckner isn't going to the college football playoff. I hate to break that to you, but wow. it's just it's just not going to happen. Tommy Reese talk about Notre Dame quarterbacks. Yeah. That guy was good. I right. think Ohio State's quarterback's going to hold him back. I don't think they make the playoff. All right. I think Michigan makes it. We'll see. I think J.J. McCarthy stinks. I don't so think he's good either. I am, I think that's why I better. am out on Michigan. I just don't think... For the listeners at home, not for me, who's J.J. McCarthy? He's the quarterback for Michigan. Okay, yeah, you're welcome, yeah. everybody at home. That wasn't for me, though. Right. He's the Bo Nix of the Big Ten, where I feel like everyone just has this feeling, like this general opinion that these guys are good quarterbacks. And I watch a lot of college football, and I watch them with my two eyes, and I'm just not impressed. So I don't really know what other people are saying. So I'm out on Michigan this year. Um, that's my college. That's the college yeah, football Yeah, Michigan and Ohio State have similar problems. They're yeah. like a quarterback away from yeah. winning it all. So, Jake, you want to give me your blind college football four here? I'll rock with Notre Dame, sure. All Why right. Not? So I'll go Notre Dame, Michigan. Georgia. Hmm. I need one more. Also, Florida State's going to be really fun this year. They have the best pass rusher in the country who's probably going to be a top three pick next year. Um, and their quarterback is really good, so they're going to be a lot of fun. And watch out for Johnny Wilson, wide receiver. He's also a very uh, – I think it's stud. So. I'm going to say LSU. All right. Go Tigers. Going to give it to me? No, I can't do it. Okay, you, you got it. <laughs> Shout out, Coach O. Also, I'm buying into the trap. Colorado plus 20 and a half against TCU. Dion's first game. I think Colorado's going to be like really bad this year. I, maybe. And <laughs> TCU was in the college football championship last year, but they yeah. lost like basically their entire team. Yeah. And Dion's kid is playing quarterback now, who was the best quarterback in uh, you know their league last right. year. So. Colorado is going to be bad because here's why they have good people like a quarterback or whatever, but everything that I've read there have no depth or even good players in offensive line, defensive line, like yeah. a lot of the trenches part of football. Basically they said I, the thing that I read is they're going to struggle to keep their quarterback upright. Yeah, so. probably. And like I said, I'm buying into the trap, but 20 and a half is a lot of points and it I just, you know, just want them to keep it close. So I'm rooting for Dion. Um, uh, I like college football, but I do want to say something. The people that are that say the college football is better than NFL are stupid people. Mm. That's my hot take okay. today. And here's why. Are Be stupid people. Because there's weird. nothing worse in the world because Alabama is going to beat like Middle Tennessee State by 65 to 0. And everybody's going to be like, yeah, woo, this is great. No, that shit sucks. There's nothing worse than that. 
There's these bad NFL games are a hundred times better than these bad college football time games. But That's why in the NFL you're never gonna get Appalachian State over Michigan. No, and like that is right. an all time. Also, no, because all the teams are competitive. They're also, all guys that are good. <laughs> also, you're never gonna get the atmosphere that college football has, which is just For incredible. Three games a year when it's like Alabama, LSU, Alabama. No, that's Tennessee, not Alabama, true. Georgia. That's not true, dude. I, all these LSU games are sellouts and are are insane. And like, everybody's gone by halftime when they're up forty nine. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Dude, no, watch. No, no. I, watch. I'm telling right. you. Yeah, games, let's watch that. I yeah. guarantee half the stadium is gone for Georgia Ball State. I guarantee it. That's week two, by the way. And yeah. Ball State's going to win. So. <laughs> Ball State's going to win. Well, if Ball State's no, in kidding. contention in that game, no no fan is leaving that right, game. Right, right. No. So. Yeah, how about Ball State opening up SEC, SEC? That's Who do they play with? Kentucky, one? Georgia. Week Hell one, yeah. week two. 2-0. Two 0 oh. Oh, two. Shit. Whoa, that's messed Are up. Are we going to have to buy tickets to every Notre Dame home game and go to every game and stay for the entire game, even if it's a blowout, yeah. just to prove a point? Right. I'd okay. do it. God, I, please. I won't I'm going that. to Notre Dame USC this year. I'm so excited. I'm going to see Caleb Williams in my own eyes. Um, that's all the sports I have. So we're done with sports. Let's, uh, yeah, let's good. Get, I hate sports anyways. Yeah. So I know the last couple, couple episodes have been majority sports. And... Uh, so we're going to mix some pop culture, non-sports stuff in here. Uh, Scooter Braun. The, the last week, this was a big story. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know if this is a story now, but everybody he ever represented it left him. Uh, do you guys know? Is it really everyone? Uh, maybe not everyone. I don't but know. I saw, I saw allegedly Bieber. Um, Ariana Grande. And Demi Lovato were the big names I saw. Yeah. Um. Two theories. First okay. theory is he did a bad thing and right. nobody wants to be associated with him at all. Second theory I've seen is that he is just kind of stepping into a new role where he doesn't want to like represent people. He wants to do something else uh, industry adjacent, but just not manage everybody's careers or whatever it is that he does now. Huh. So one of two things. One of them's fine. The other one's not fine. Fascinating. Maybe it's both. It's Maybe just he weird did that, the bad thing, so that's why he's doing this. It's now. weird that we don't know, though. Yeah. Just that, like, there was this announcement: "Hey, they're all not with Scooter Braun anymore," and mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about what's actually going on. Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Jake, did you follow that story at all? I don't. No, no. I just knew that everybody dropped him, but I don't know why. Yeah, or whatever. Shout out to him, though. He gave us Justin Bieber. So <laughs> shout out to him. Uh, also, fuck Scooter Braun because of Taylor Swift, right? That's uh, what they Swifties say. hate him. Is yeah, that a thing? that's why Taylor's version is a thing. Mm. Yeah, uh, Firefest two tickets are on sale. Billy McFarlane's back. Yeah. Should should we go for a content trip? They don't have a lineup announced, so we might be performing. You want to live podcast? Yeah, Firefest on 2? the stage. I mean, dude, they might. Hey, need Billy, us. yeah, if you're listening, we'll do it for free. I'll sign us up, the four of us, to go to wherever the fuck this is. <laughs> um, Firefest who can you believe this is a thing that people that There's is like legally no allowed to happen? Dumb enough to actually buy tickets. No, but here's the thing. This, here you go, my friend. I we all know somebody that's dumb enough to buy a ticket to this, and he is going. I think this is the safest thing to buy a ticket for. No way he scams people twice. That's a good point. There's just no shot. But that's exactly what he wants you to think. Yeah. No, he's not going back to prison, dude. He's not, <laughs> you go to prison that. once and you're yeah. like, you know what I don't want to do ever again? Go to prison. But wasn't he in like white collar prison where like... I, I mean, I don't think he was in... Like, I mean, I don't know because it was a federal crime. I don't know where they send the yeah. federal people. 
But I just, I can't believe he can go on the internet and say this with a straight face of like, yeah, you should buy this with no lineup. Yeah, he served six years in prison, dude. He's not going to do that again. I promise. How much are tickets? Uh, in the thousands I saw. I saw a ticket was like 8000 Ben, can we expense these? <laughs> I don't know why you're asking me. I'm not fun to <laughs> Well, I, you know, I feel like as the producer. Yes, you can write it oh, off. No, they yeah, you will, you will say, not be reimbursed. Oh, I was going to say, can I expense this? Can we, can we write this off? We $8, have no bookkeeping tickets. system. <laughs> yeah, take a start at 499 Cool. That's like part there of the is no payroll. Option. Oh, two grand and we're a Firefest live podcast. But we also have to get to the Caribbean. How do we, yeah, so that's expense. Yeah. <laughs> ben? There is no payroll. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh, cool. it's sold out. See, with no venue, date, or line. No budget. Right here. Fuck. So it's already sold All out. Right. We have to, now we have to buy them secondhand. <laughs> See, that's also fake. That's how you drive up demand yeah. by pretending like you already sold something. I hate this guy. How about we do Firefest 3? Pre order Firefest 3? I'm down. All right. It's gotta. It's gonna be a thing for sure. For sure, um, that was all the pop culture stuff I had. Oh, also uh, before we get into reality TV, R.I.P. Bob Barker. Damn, legend to the tough. game. Got Ninety-nine years to, old. Got as close to hundred without yeah. going over. The, and I'm a Trebek guy. Don't get me wrong, but I would say Bob Barker's the goat of game show hosts. I'm not gonna fight you on that. Damn. That's good. That's a good little. I'll have to do some research. I think that's he's probably. I, I think him and Trebek are probably the two. Yeah, the I, two top dogs. There would be a lot of Alex Trebek fans yeah. out there. I think. But but Bob Barker, there was Pat nothing Sajak. better. No Pat Sajak love. I'm not a Sajak guy. <laughs> I think Dana White or Dana White. <laughs> Vanna White. Vanna White. I think Dana White needs to be on that show oh, too. Regis, who wants to be a millionaire? I think I think Vanna White deserves more credit for Wheel of Fortune than Pat oh, Sajak yeah, for sure. So. Uh, I'll throw Steve Harvey's name in there. Steve Harvey's good. Regis is great. I was a Regis and Kelly guy. I don't mind, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, <laughs> Regis was awesome. And Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, there was nothing better than being home sick at school yeah. and throwing on The prices Right so during uh, like noon. And as soon as Drew Carey took over, it just kind of went in the went in the pooper. Yeah. Also, The Price is Wrong, bitch. <laughs> R.I.P. Bob Barker. We had, we had very different sick days as children. Never watched any game shows. You weren't watching really? Jerry Springer and Maury. And no, I was watching Bob Barker. Yeah, yeah me Barker. too. Uh huh. I watched a little. My mom was a Doctor Phil fan, so we watched a little Doctor Phil. Yep. Quick uh, Bob Barker. Oprah. Ben Bailey. Quick Bob Barker story. Did you see that he only agreed to do the fight scene if he was allowed to win in mm. Happy Gilmore? I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. That makes sense. I wouldn't want to get my ass kicked in a movie. <laughs> so. And Adam Sandler obviously agreed. That's that's power play right there. It also would have been a bad look if Sandler beat an old guy's ass. Right. I think that it, it makes it more fun. Yeah, like, for sure. Everyone had the right vision. Um, so, yeah. So, R.A.P. Bob Barker. Uh, let's talk reality television. Love it. I'm ready. Are you caught up on everything? Well, obviously, you didn't watch Bachelorette. Yeah. But. So, we're going to do a quick recap of that. Okay. Um, give me give me your thoughts Dotton wins yeah I, she got it right yeah. I don't have to hate her forever Dotton was awesome there's a lot of Joey love out there and that's totally fine because he's gonna be the next he's bachelor. the next bachelor yeah win, Joey win. is awesome you'll like Joey I I, I mean I, I was a Joey he was one of my original final four from when I watched the first night uh, tell me if this is true the finale night uh, they knew Dotton was gonna win and Joey went second and he had to start doing the 
his little like proposal speech to her and she oh, had to, I don't like, know. cut him off. I don't know what order they went or not. I don't remember. Oh, well, I saw something I on Twitter. Like something? I saw something on Twitter about like Joey starting like his oh. like how I feel much like he that loves always her. Happens, yeah, but it's so awkward. It I hate tough. when that shit happens. Yeah. It's mean. It's straight up yeah. mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, so good for them. Joey, good for him. That'll Are you going to watch awesome. Joey's season? Yeah. Good. I'm more of a bachelor guy than bachelorette guy. Oh, why you like watching 30 women over 30 guys, dude? Yes. It's messed up. <laughs> yes, I would. Personally, yes. Uh, speaking of a uh, couple bachelor spinoff shows, I don't think we've talked about The Golden Bachelor yet. No, we should, though. Uh, what's this fellow's name? Uh, Oldie McOldsterson? It's G E R R Y, and I think it's Gary. Oh, yeah, Gary, it's Jerry, though. right? But I think it's Gary. I think they pronounce it oh. Gary. Weird. Like Gary Jerry Gergich from Parks Gary and Turner. Yeah. But yeah. what you need to know about this guy. He's Oldie, from Warsaw, Indiana. Yeah. He's a Hoosier. Oldie McIndiana. Yeah. There you oh. Go. Well, he's not from there, but he lives there now. Hell yeah. He's 71 years old. How old do we think the oldest woman is going to be on the show? The oldest? Or the youngest, I'm sorry. Youngest? I'm going to say 52. Give us, oldest, give us Oldest and youngest. Oldest is 25. <laughs> oldest 25. I'll say Honestly. oldest 68, youngest 52. Oh, I think we're going to get some 40s in there for I sure. Don't think so. I think we're going to get some like mid to late 40s. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, old old Gary Jerry here needs needs some mid to late forties women. You know, Jerry is a father and a grandfather and a widower, so I'm rooting for him. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not gonna watch the show, but I'm. Rooting I am. For him. What the hell? That one's gonna be better. Well, you know why I'm not gonna watch the show is because Bachelor in Paradise is on in the same night, and that three hours. I'm not gonna watch that. That's bullshit. You're not gonna watch Bachelor in Paradise. Hip sucks. It's all the guy because here's why. Here's my Whoa. theory. Here's my theory. It's all the outcasts of people who don't matter and the people that suck, like Brayden. Wow. This is insane. We also know somebody on say, this season oh, yeah. of She's Bachelor cool. in Paradise. I was gonna say cool. this is insane. I was gonna say the Bachelor in Paradise trailer dropped and so we can talk about it. Friend of friend of the program, Sam, is gonna be on the uh be on this season. She was on Clayton season, night one, went home uh went home. Night on her night. own, yeah. like, you know, self-eliminated. Yeah, she's cool. I'll move for her. Let me know how she does. You're going to watch. I'm not going to watch. Yeah, you <laughs> I'm not going to watch. And yeah, if you've yeah. seen the trailer, she's the poop girl. Yeah, I was going to say, our, our friend, friend of the program is the poop girl. So there will be no Sam slander. Uh, we will, I will white knight for Sam on the internet. So just so you know. Uh, so happy to see, uh, happy, very excited to see how that goes. I'm very excited about that. But... I think that is all the Bachelorette stuff. Anything else? Any final takes before we get on to Big Brother? Nope. Okay. Big Brother. Big Brother's been A lot awesome. of shit's been happening. Yeah, it's been Really, good. I'm just going to catch you guys up in about 45 seconds here, and we're going to talk about what's happening now. Okay. Riley goes home. Uh, Riley wins first, HOH, whatever. Uh, I can't remember who, went, who the first person went home was. Uh, her name was Kristen. Yes. Kirsten. Kirsten. Kirsten went home. Heisen wins uh, HOH the next week. Wants Riley out. Gets Riley out. They also send a guy home for a racial slur. Yep. That uh, guy sucked. Yep. That guy got sent home for, for a racial slur. So we have three people out at this point. Heisen really fucked up his entire HOH by acting like a dictator and everyone was kind of afraid to talk to him. 
he was very open and honest, which is a good thing, but he was also a dickhead and talked down to people younger than him. Yeah. And that is something I did not like. So he, he wouldn't, people would make suggestions and he would just talk over them. Right. And it would suck. Yeah. And it's the best kind of person during, during his, uh, veto ceremony. Uh, he made it very clear to the entire house that he wants Riley gone. And if you don't do it, then you're going against him. And, that just rubbed people in his alliance the wrong way. And so the next week, uh, Miss Felicia wins. And she they, they come up with this plan. The entire house knows about it to backdoor Hysom. Everyone but Hysom knows. It's one of the all-time backdoor uh, moves in Big Brother because he had no idea. And to catch people up what a backdoor is, is two people go up on the nomination block. Uh, you don't put your target on the block because you don't want them playing in the veto uh, competition to save themselves. So with the when the six people got picked, Hysom was not one of the six that got picked to play in this veto. So whoever won that veto was going to use it, save somebody, Hysom going on the block, and he's out. So just it's really a scummy way to get somebody out because you don't give them a chance to save themselves. But it's Big Brother, baby, and that's business. Um, so the look on his face was hilarious as soon as, uh, Felicia said that. And, uh, so he goes home and now we are caught up to this week. They immediately start into the pressure cooker, the pressure cooker, which is an all time big brother competition. It was last, uh, played 14 years ago and Corey, no, not Cameron, Cameron wins. Um, I have the times down here. They were like three minutes off, right? From like 14 yeah, years ago? what the record was. So um, 14 years ago, in this pressure cooker, they basically all had to stand and hold this button. And like they were in the pitch black and it was just terrifying. 14 years ago, it was 13 hours and 15, 53 minutes they, they took to stand and holding this button. Um, Cameron wins in 13 hours and 49 minutes. He's HOH. He puts Jag and um, Jag and who's the second and Blue on the block, and that's where we are. I just want to catch everybody up now, Jake. I want to know because I feel like we haven't talked a lot about the season. Who are your favorites? Who are your least favorites? What are your overall thoughts of the season? Well, my overall thoughts is that I don't. I Big Brother usually has a couple people that I really root against, and that sucks but this season hasn't been like that so uh, there's a lot of people that i actually like i like Corey, i like cameron i like red i like i root for jared and um siri because i'm a big survivor fan so that's been cool um heisen was the only person i really hated now he's gone and you know what sucked about that is i liked heisen when he first won hoh because he was like i'm gonna be honest with you guys and like that's what how we're gonna do this and then he just turned into a douchebag about it yeah he was and got drunk with power um what i don't know if you've seen on the uh on the the big brother twitters or the x's but uh (laughs) there's a couple showmances right in in the house Corey in america Corey in america jared and blue and did you see what jared and blue did no, but they had so cuddlingus. Really, what cuddlingus? What Ma- making relations uh-huh. uh, in, in the old Big Brother house? Uh, Sari not happy with that. No, no, she does not like that. Her son is is he's not focused on the game. No. I guess he is he is up Blue's ass the entire time, yeah. like on the live feeds and stuff. Those two are 
literally touching each other all the time. Uh, yeah, it was it was very funny. The live feed clip was they didn't obviously show them having sex in the in the room, but they cut away and showing other people and then when a few minutes later they cut back to jared and he's in the room and he's just uh wiping down the couch and all this stuff with like <laughs> latex wipes and stuff it was very funny um i, I think, think of uh, cameron's big brother like his uh, hoa right now though i don't really uh, he's so misinformed yeah. as to what's going on 100 because he thinks he's in this in this alliance the legends 25 that uh, nobody, nobody is in like uh, the people that are in it. That's like their third alliance, and that's his first. So that's the issue he's going to run into. See, I like Red because Red was trying to be like, dude, no, we're at the bottom of this. We need to shake it up, and he just didn't shake it up. He did the safest thing possible. Yeah, like I kind of don't like Izzy. Okay, because I think she, every time, like she's kind of gotten cocky for right. me. Every she, like, she's like, oh no, she hasn't we're done doing shit. This. We're, yeah, exactly. She's like, we're in control. We're the top of the game, and I just don't like that because every competition she's like first out, and it's like, what? I know social games like very important part of this, but yeah, I don't know. I'm starting to not like her, and I'm she's gonna take out Cameron and Red because she's just smarter than I them. think she might go this week. No, you th- see, that's what I want. I want them to backdoor her, but I don't think Cameron's smart enough to do it. I think, I think after that conversation he had with Red, he's like open to the idea of like backdooring her. So we'll see what happens. He's got to get the votes in the house too. Yeah, though. I okay. guess he probably could. But phrasing, I don't think you can talk about backdooring people as openly as <laughs> you guys are. Good point. Good point. Um, I just thought you, it was a really weak like hoh move, yeah. in my opinion. But we'll see. Know. Well, it's not over yet, so we'll see right. what happens. I am. Uh, last thing and we'll get into our top five here one person that i thought i was gonna really not enjoy was Corey, and i really like Corey. i think he's just like a funny normal person and he it's so funny watching him talk try to talk to america because she's into him and he's into her right but he's still like so awkward around her it's like it's like a, a high school kid trying to talk to a girl it's so funny yeah Corey's awesome because he's the most normal like like they always have these over the top characters like red, like blue yeah. that are just like so over the top personalities. It's good to see a Corey. That's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, that's just like a random normal guy. Yeah. He's the most normal average white guy there is. Right. And it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's uh so yeah, so I'm excited for him. So I'm rooting for him. Um, I think I, I want to say sir, Siri is playing a, uh, a good game, but she's she has her hand in here's the thing she's too many cookie really, yeah cookie pots. She's you playing know? too hard right now. Yeah, it's cookie like jars, eventually yeah. she's gonna make somebody mad. Right, and she's gonna be their number one target. And also, like somebody is gonna talk to somebody and be like, "Dude, I'm in a in an alliance with her, and I'm in an alliance with them, and you know all this stuff." So I think that's gonna blow up in her face eventually. I don't think she's gonna win. This is the first season in a while that I don't really have an idea of who could win this game. Of like, like, I would be kind of surprised that any of these people win this game at this point. Like, no one's really playing that great of a game to me, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what. But that's what makes it so interesting. I yeah. feel like, yeah, because like nobody's super hateable. Nobody is like way better than everyone else. That's like manipulating the whole right. game behind the scenes. So it really feels like we're in just this like limbo and we're going to be in this limbo for like 25 days yeah. until we get down to like the final seven to eight. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, no, like I have a chance to win this. Let's, mm-hmm. let's start playing. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. It has been a good season. 
Uh, all right. That was our Big Brother recap. Let's get into a top five here, top Jake. Five. Okay. So, as we know, uh, football season is right around the corner. Co- week zero for college football yeah. was here. Um, and it's tailgate season, baby. Yep. So, we Love are going to tailgate. Do, yeah. We're going to do top mm. five of tailgate food. Okay. We're at a tailgate. Cookie dough. Rank these foods where you would want them without knowing what's coming next. Okay. Okay. Number one is going to be just. Buffalo wings. The buffalo wing. Right. Parsons, you want to start? Just keep it a circle? Sure. Um, at a tailgate. I'm trying to think. At a tailgate. Yeah, having some beers. I am going to say... I'm going to say for a tailgate specifically, like outside... We're talking about outside before the game. Oh, yeah. Think about like IU in the field. Right. You're out there with some okay. buddies. 14th and Fest. Yeah. An okay. actual tailgate. Yeah. Then you bring wings, the grill, though. Yeah, so wings are gonna be four for me then, and I like wings as a food a lot. But as a tailgate, where it's you're kind of on the go and moving all the time, it's too messy, especially if it's a very saucy buffalo wing. Just a lot going on. Something I'd like to avoid. I'll go four. Fair. How about you, Benjamin? Five for the same reason. I don't think I've ever had wings at a tailgate. Yeah, right? but like. Obviously, last night we went to Blind Owl Brewery. I ate 20 of them, John. So, yeah. so like, I love wings as much as the next guy. But tailgate situation, nope. Yeah. Five. Yep. Agreed. I will also put it five for the same reason. Nothing against wings. Love, love a wings. good wing. But if I'm in my tailgate zone, um, I'm going to have a beer in my hand the entire Liquid time. Responsibly, diet. of course. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I can't be just one hand in flats. Yeah. You know, so. If we're sitting at home watching a game together, wings were probably my number one. So that's the yeah. location. That's, wait, wings is all that matters. Home. If we're yeah. sitting watching a game on TV, wings right. all day. Hundred percent. Yeah, as a tailgate, I'll put it at the yeah. bottom. I, yeah, because even wings at a restaurant can sometimes get like embarrassingly messy. Yeah. So oh, wings yeah, at home is can't be eating really. wings on a date. You I had one of Ben's leftover wings at the end of last night, and I was like, man, I made a mistake because I had to spend five minutes doing stuff about it. So. Yeah. Well, and this is why boneless wings are better. You want to get into this? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We'll save the boneless. You mean chicken nuggets? <laughs> yeah. Big nuggies. I was going to say, let's. You want to get we'll into save it? it. No, I will. We'll save it. We'll save it. All right. Boneless wings are better. Okay. Uh, boneless wings are not wings. <laughs> they are not wings. Number two. This is a. B-dubs boneless is better than B-dubs traditional, though. Yeah, I Fair. that's something. Um, Did anything ever come from that lawsuit? Some guy like sued, I think it was B-dubs, saying that boneless wings aren't actually aren't wings. wings at all. Yeah. And no, that's, I didn't that's false that. advertising. No, that's hilarious. Oh, let's try to look that up. Um, we're going to move into the classic buffalo chicken dip. Ooh. Um, hmm. I love buffalo chicken dip. But this is another thing where it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on. I'm gonna go. I I. It's a little less messy than wings. I'm gonna go three for a buffalo chicken dip. Right above wings. That's good. Okay. How about you, Benjamin? I will give that a two. Mm. Um, it, if there's buffalo chicken dip, there's bound to be chips and pretzels and you know things to dip in it, right? So it's. Your it's, finger. it's more of a little well, that too, you know. You got to get all of it out of the bowl. Yeah, I think that is like what I've most frequented at a tailgate situation. Hmm. But um, I'm also trying to not give away my number one spot, so because mm. I, I feel like there might be something else better that I'm resonating with at at a tailgate. So like that. 
Uh, this is going to go three for me. I love some buffalo chicken dip. And this is another one where if it was an at-home situation, yeah. it's like Up number on one potential. Yeah. But at a tailgate, um, I'm somebody who likes to pretend like they're not going to have a bunch of dip. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever take very much. Say, you always I'm one of those lurkers who just same. like grabs one chip <laughs> at a time and is like, oh, I guess I'll have one more. Oh, I guess I'll have one more. And you just um, end up standing around the table for yeah, so that just doesn't work well. That was at the Super Bowl party. Yeah, I'm mingling. Yeah. I want to be around, but um, that isn't that's just not going to work for me at right. tailgate. So, uh, All right. third place. I like that. Okay, going shifting gears a little bit. Going with a brat, cooking a brat at the tailgate. Ooh, I like a brat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go brats too. Uh, I don't really like brats if I'm not at a tailgate, if I'm going to be honest with you. It's I, one of those foods where I only exclusively have it when I am at a tailgate. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's special. It's like, it's unique enough in my life where it's like, yeah, brats kick ass still. So two. One. Whoa. One. Let's go. Coat that boy in mustard. I'm, yep. a, I'm a glizzy guzzler. <laughs> 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 I'll take down 10 real quick. Hell yeah. Quick bites. Keep it healthy. <laughs> nothing nothing to see here. But I'll be inhaling some brats at a tailgate. He likes a nice crispy brat too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be nice and dark, yeah. nice and charred all around. Honestly, just leave it on the grill. Forget that it's there. Yeah. Yep. Come back 10 minutes. Perfect. I actually really agree with that take. Like I, you could. Oh, really, I like it too. Yeah, I like with it hot dogs and brats specifically, yep. of like leaving them on longer for char. Yes. Yep. You can't overchar a broth nah. for me. It's <laughs> always my say, favorite. Every every time I grill out, I just have it in my brain to know leave some of what's on the grill yeah. on there for Ben a little longer than and it's everybody else. Usually else's. about seven dogs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to put it one as well because I'm assuming it's too close to hot dogs to also have hot dogs on this list. And it's just that same idea. Just being at a tailgate, throwing any kind of wiener on a bun and just housing it. Oh, nothing better than that. Wow. We love housing wieners on this podcast. We're a wiener podcast. (laughs) Okay. All right. On that note. That was Ben. (laughs) We're going to keep it up the same kind of alley. I feel like when oh, you're thinking brats, you're thinking hamburgers. Ooh. Like a hamburger cheeseburger. One. I love a cheeseburger at a, at a tailgate. Uh, I Cheeseburgers, honestly, are probably my favorite thing on the of the four so far. So, for sure, one for me. How about you, Benjamin? Uh, the top, the highest I have is three, so it's going to be a three. But I feel like brats and cheeseburgers right kind of they kind of go hand in hand yep, so if there's sure. if there's one there's gonna be a the other mm-hmm. and that's yeah another one that i'm like i think that cheeseburgers all around it, it's beer in one hand cheeseburger in the other hand <laughs> i can still be social right it's not you're still moving yeah, right you're still mobile. i can still be mobile, you're still mobile. nothing's tethering <laughs> Same me with to, the to a right yeah. by any means so yeah three yep uh mine's gonna be two love a good cheeseburger basically same idea as a brat and I'm happy that it ended up at two only because, um, I mean, my hands are big enough. I can one hand a cheeseburger, but it's going to be easier to one hand a brat. For sure. So I just, for, you know, one More hand's occupied with a beer. So the brat's going to be easier. Yeah. So just out of the, the um, <laughs> difficulty level of holding it in one hand, right. brat should be one, cheeseburger should be two, but right. probably top two best 
tailgate things for sure. Also, really quick shout out Billericay Ballpark in Fishers, Indiana. They have a great, at least when we played baseball, had a great concession stand cheeseburger. Really? So, yeah. Do you want to go? Honestly, <laughs> yes. Okay. You want to catch I, up? I end up at a Billericay baseball game a couple times a year going to watch some yeah, let students us know. play. Let yeah, us know. We'll have I'm a in. Section. Hey, yeah. is it cool? Hey, if Mr. Saving comes to the game, is it cool if I bring my boys? We're just here for the food. <laughs> Shelby <laughs> might know someone too. So yeah, yeah, we yeah your that. wife probably yeah. does the same thing. You got an opportunity yep. there too. So I've if ended you're up at all kinds of games, if you're in Fishers and get a chance to go, it's pretty good. <laughs> now, granted, that was ten years ago, so it might have changed now, but yeah. it was good. I, I was there fifteen dollar burgers couple months ago and it was smelling real nice yeah. i didn't eat anything but it smelled real good yeah so. also this is a side tangent but growing up i always wanted <laughs> growing up when i was <laughs> working or when i was uh living here moved up to indy and was playing baseball bill ricky i was like i want to work in the concession stand that would be awesome <laughs> i never did dream. some kids dream of being yeah. astronauts <laughs> right not me parsons want to work in the about 90 percent positive it's probably parent volunteers yeah. so i'm sure you could contact somebody yeah. No, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> for the record, reach your dreams. No, bro. no, no, no. When I was, when I, you know, when I was sixteen, I was like, man, free laffy taffy. Do I get that? What's up? I don't know. All right, it's sorry. Like, go ahead. Okay, last one. I feel like <laughs> you're getting paid to umpire there, and he's like, man, yeah, I wish I was just cooking up the food for free while <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Right. True. Maybe yeah. Remember when we used to go watch Parsons Ump? That yeah, was it was fun. awesome. Uh, this one might just be like a me personal favorite. I don't know if I've ever had it at a tailgate, but I feel like it's kind of tailgatey. We'll go pigs in a blanket. What's the last one? Oh, this is my fifth on here, and it's probably fifth in uh, on my actual list. I actually love my list. This is actually an accurate. My top five are what I would put in order. So this is a great list for me. I like pigs in the blanket. I whenever I'm thinking about tailgate food or like. Anything like that, I never think of pigs in a blanket. So, like, that's just like a me thing, I guess. So, five for me. Four, but retweet. Yeah. Say, <laughs> four is what I have left, but I agree with Parsons where um, it's good. This list couldn't have gone better for me. Right. Like, it's exactly what I would have done without the blind aspect of it. Uh, pigs in a blanket also falls in the category of if I'm watching football at home, give yes. me those piggies all Big day. Time. Nom, 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 nom. But it's just not a big tailgate thing for me. So, what's your favorite tailgate food that we have not talked about? Do you have one off the top of your head? Say, I, I was gonna make it funny and say the the bread bowl from the Mississippi dip from shout out uh, Mrs. K Meyer. There was one time I ate the bread bowl thinking <laughs> okay. it was part of a sandwich. Okay, so prank on myself. I'll tell on myself there. But, nice. Um, aside from that, no, I don't think so. I like the uh, I like the little weenies, uh, like the cocktail weenies and like the barbecue sauce stuff. That's that's a favorite of mine for sure. Uh, all right, that was fun, guys. Next week we have a draft that we have discussed already, the worst trades of all time uh, draft. So that can be any sport. Um, so we will have that for you next week when we record. Um, but until then, please. Follow us on Spotify, rate us five stars, follow us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review there, follow us on Instagram, made our first post there today. Uh, on the day of the podcast, I will be posting a, a, like an ask me anything. So if you guys want to ask any questions, uh, 
follow us on Instagram and just reply to the story and we will get your, you know, we'll have some, some questions on the show. Maybe I think that would be fun. You create the content. Yeah. Maybe put you guys to work. Uh, we, I have had a request about, uh, an origin story for us, our, our origin story as, as a group here, the four of us. So that's neat. Yeah. So maybe we'll get into that. When my mom and my dad, (laughs) (laughs) when, when my mommy loved my daddy, um, and he left me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. This is. I can't wait for the origin. Yeah, this is a great teaser. What a yeah, great teaser. Right. So maybe we'll do that next week, too. Who knows? But uh, we'll have NFL previews next weekend and all sorts of stuff. But until then. Happy birthday, Leah Michelle. Sorry you don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs>